Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. My name is Mark, and I am joined here by Jackie. Hello. <laughs> and Miles. Hello. I forgot to interrupt you, Mark. Miles was so thrown off by that <laughs> that he didn't know what to do. I don't know what comes next, though, so you have to do the rest. I have a Google Keep uh, you know, note if you ever want to. No, I don't actually want to do it. I All just right. want to be a jerk. Okay, that was Jackie. My <laughs> name is Mark. We are joined by Miles. Hello. Uh, and yes, this is JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. Uh, we are a show, a podcast that started in 2016 to cover... What? The, I know, almost five years now. Uh, to cover the JoJo's oh. Bizarre Adventure TV show. And so far we have covered all of that show, as well as the OVAs, the live action movie, the TV drama, etc. And you can find all of those episodes on our back catalog at anchor.fm slash jjbpod. Our episodes are in a weird order. So for some reason, if you look at our feed, which you can also find on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and, and whatever else people use, Podcast Addict, uh, we start with part four, and then we go, I think, to the OVAs, and then part one, or something. But you'll figure it out when we did. <laughs> but while we're waiting for Stone Ocean to be animated, or as one of our listeners put it, waiting for Jolene.png to evolve into Stone Ocean, uh, we've been watching other animes, because it's off JoJo season here. And this week, we are going to be talking about the 1985 anime movie Vampire Hunter D. Period. No bloodlust. My brain always wants me to add bloodlust. it. That's right. We did watch Vampire Hunter D colon bloodlust. I don't remember it. You don't remember at the end they go to space. Oh, I just I spoiled it. it. Miles remembers. It's I don't, good. I don't have a memory. Okay. I- <laughs> um... <laughs> doesn't exist fellas don't we wish that was true of all of our partners you know what i'm saying <laughs> i don't get it you know because uh like men are bad boyfriends and husbands and their women remember that they're bad and then they don't like oh, that. I, re- I remember <laughs> i'll hold a grudge okay fine <laughs> so i guess uh, vampire hunter d bloodlust at least wasn't bad enough to make jackie hold a grudge against it yeah she didn't feel that strongly about it yeah but yes we're talking about vampire hunter d from 1985 i assume if i don't that- remember it that means i'd probably didn't have strong feelings either I, way. I think you did like it, but... I didn't love it, though. Uh, I would remember it if I loved it. Okay, well, whatever. Sorry. But, um, we, we I think in, in that did episode... Did we do this five... Did it, we do it, like, like four years ago or something? No. Was it a long time ago? No. Okay. Uh, maybe two years ago. <clears throat> uh, and I think we did say, or maybe I just said, that I'd like to see the original one. And so we finally have. We watched Vampire Hunter D... Yay. No other words. Uh, but but before we get into that, oh, and if you're like, well, how do I watch it? How do I get there? Uh, I guess my advice is good luck uh, because uh, you can just DM me. How's that sound? Just DM us on Twitter. We are at JJBpod and we'll help you figure out how to watch uh, Vampire Hunter D from 1985. Miles, did you get the 1080p version? The Blu-ray uh, version? I mean, did I you got- buy the Blu-ray? I got the same version that I sent you. Okay. I thought it looked great, but we'll talk about it later. Okay. Uh, so why are you asking now? Jesus. I just wanted to know if you watched the same one. I just needed that answer. It's fine. Oh, okay. Look, once again, my my side of the computing things is not working, so this is audio only for me, and I'm confused. Um, I mean, I can see Jackie, but I can't see Miles. He is but a floating voice in my head. You can't see the speedy Gonzalez 
thing I'm sending right now? I cannot. No. Ugh. I don't see anything. You're missing out. Computers have taken my sight. What's that? From? That's really it. What is that? Uh, it's I'm kind of doing Metallica's one. Okay. I think he says darkness has taken my sight, taken my voice. Yeah. That's how that sounds. Look, like. the important thing about that <laughs> song is the solo, right? Or is it the intro? The video is amazing. It's got uh, sections of Johnny Get Your Gun, anti war film, haunting. Should I be but, writing this down? <laughs> yeah, write down Metallica 1 and Johnny Get Your Gun. Okay. Do you want me to just throw other things at you? I'll do it. Anyway, look, before we talk about Vampire Hunter, duh, uh, we should duh. take a stop. Vampire Dunter, duh. Before <laughs> we get to that, we're going to take a stop in our correspondence corner, or should I say our Chatter's Castle, our Chatter's okay. Chateau, you know? Okay. Our new message nobility nook. This is where we read emails. These emails are sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. All right, who uh, who would like to read the first email? This email is from Sean. The subject line is Eva in the Franks. X, I don't understand. In the Franks Tentacion? Hey, all. Sean here again. Short one this time. As far as I'm aware, you three lovely hosts are all fans of the great show Neon Genesis Evangelion. But I wanted to ask you today about the show Dangling in the Franks. That says darling. Darling. I can't read. <laughs> darling in the Franks. Have you guys heard of it? No. Uh, it's yes. be- <laughs> really? Okay. Yep. It's become very popular, so I decided to look into it a little bit and quickly came to realize how similar it is to Eva. And are, are you guys aware of this at all? And if so, do you feel, how do you feel about it? Would you watch it? If you aren't familiar, here's a short video to showcase the similarities if you feel like watching. And there is a YouTube link. Uh, this must have been asked before, but I don't remember your answers. And it's the most important question when talking about Eva, Asuka or Rey. Also, who is your favorite Eva character out of all of them? Thanks and have a great week. And as always, stay horny. P.S. Horny, horny, horny. Sent from one of Nerve HQ's many, many extra glowing monitors. Nice. The link goes to Yahoo Mail. Mm. Ah. Ray is best girl. I, I like, like Asuka. Really? Is it because of the German thing? Yeah. Freak. Oh. <laughs> uh. I like, I like, I like smart i like robots basically like any oh, robot okay. in a you know like any like robot in a like, oh i get that you know actually. like the, the robot personality you yeah, know yeah there's a sexy lady robot in one of the mass effects yeah and i like Do you that. like data from star trek no i like spock mm. <laughs> you like emotionless people i like yes i like i like um i like serious kind of sad i like people that are kind of sad Mm. but also just like people who are like fuck my life no i like serious I like smart nailed. i like smarty pants not smarty pants. i don't know i like smart sad emotionless people because i have a lot of emotions but i control them and i want to help other people learn how to be human nice <laughs> i guess if i had to pick 
between the two of them, I think I would also say Ray. Uh, if we can open it up a bit, I would say Misato above both of them for mm, me. She's good. I relate good. more to her. Asuka's, she's older. She's a brunette. Yeah. Asuka's that's, kind that's of it. annoying to me. Sorry. Asuka is annoying. like, yeah, when I think about her at her like meanest, I'm like, why would you like her? But then other times I'm like, I like her spunk. I like how aggressive and, and you know, determined she is to be the best. Maybe we could be friends and she could boss me around. Okay. You know, that's we could be friends. She wants to boss me around, but I would want to, I would want to love Ray. I would be her girlfriend. But Ray would get kind of old though, I think, because, because like, I feel like it would just take, you'd have to be like, I'm not a therapist. You have to see somebody because she's just very much like, it's whatever. It's whatever Gendo or whoever wants me to do. <laughs> I'm barely my own person. It's fine. And at first you might be like, okay, then we get to watch whatever movies I want to watch. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> And and take that in a darker direction if you want, but um. But then I just hug her forever, and that's it. That's all I need to do. Yeah, but then she's not asking for anything. That's a doll. I don't know. Doesn't she say I'm not your doll at some point? Actually. Yeah, well, she does. What I don't know. She has a she has agency a little bit. I feel like the lesson of Evangelion is like people do not change. I feel like there's mm. no dynamic characters in that show. It's so depressing. We see like more sides to them, but they don't like get over anything. I think without spoiling anything. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. And I think my favorite character is probably Ray still. Interesting. I like Berserk Evil One or Pen Pen. Oh, I think we've talked about this already. Or the the Tetrahedron I can never remember the name of. <laughs> Sakiel, Ramiel. I always do this. I always forget. It's an angel. Raziel. I think it's Riza from Wu Tang. Miles, who's your favorite character? <laughs> I think it's uh, Rakim. Oh, I like Inspect a Deck. Um, who's my favorite character? Let's see. I like it's Ramiel. Um, I feel like I already said this, but I don't remember what I said. None of us have any memories. We're like the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. I like the ponytail guy. Oh, Even he's, he's a little yeah. Rapey. What's his What's his in the movies? He's rapey. You said. I, I like in general he is. Oh yeah, I don't yeah. know who that is. He, he's supposed like to real be touchy feely. Yeah, I guess he's supposed to be a bit more of like the. Uh, well, he's supposed to be like a love interest. Obviously, well, shit. We don't want to spoil anything, but I think his like rapiness is supposed to be like the adult tempter for like the female characters, right? Miles, do I have that right or no? Yeah, I guess so. Or he's a little bit of like a mentor to Shinji, maybe a little bit of that. But being Eva, it just goes to the extreme and, and he's just a fucking creep. I don't remember this. I guy. think the creator of Eva was just like abused by every adult when he was a kid and he just thinks mm -hmm. that's how like people function. It's fucked up. I hope he's okay now. Uh, I think he is. The movies seem to have healthier uh, outlooks. I've I guess we'll find out in the last one. Could take a turn, right? It could take a turn. I've heard, by the way, that Shin Godzilla is a very good movie. It's directed by the Eva guy. It's got the same music, uh, like director, musician. And it apparently makes a bunch of references to Evangelion. And it feels a lot like an Eva movie. So I think we should watch it. Shin Godzilla. Listeners, if you agree, agree. Congratulations, Shin Godzilla. Congratulations. <laughs> He's just in the middle of the earth going, yeah. And the earth is like blowing up. 
I wish I could do the Godzilla noise so bad. It's such a strange sound. What is that if you could make any just tried noise it. on command, what would it? What would you choose? Hmm. Any? That's a good question. How long can the noise be? Could I just be like, oh, I would do the entire opera of blah blah blah? Let's say five seconds. Anything. Ah, uh, I don't know. Maybe the uh, the Mini Ripperton uh, that. <laughs> Super high whistle register. Mm. What is that song called? Why would you choose a human thing? Like, I would do like a helicopter. Why would you do that though? What What good does that get you? You just so want to have people, a party trick? You'd be in a room and be like, where's that helicopter? <laughs> you could probably do that if you just put something in front of your mouth and we're like, you could probably fool some people. <laughs> mm. That's a good point. Uh, maybe like the foghorn of a boat. Just a big like, or like the rap music air horn. But you could just get an air horn, I guess. Yeah, hmm. those are those are easy to take around. Not like a a fog horn. Jackie, what are you doing? Your eyes are darting everywhere. Have you figured anything out? I'm thinking. I'm thinking of like what is like a sound that would like distract people. Like maybe like the sound of. Is there a sound for like a text or whatever? Oh yeah. Yeah. Something Whoop. like something like that. Oh, I guess I'd, so. I'd be able to do it so convincingly that everybody would look at their phone and I would escape. I guess that's true, though. You could just play it on your phone as well. So, like, yeah. I guess the But question, you need to be able to throw it. I want to be able yeah, to throw it, too. This is the thing. To make right? it sound like, like it's coming from near you. Just like Miles' helicopter thing, right? Like, you can't play a helicopter sound on your phone. People don't, wouldn't feel that way. But if it was, like, this sense of size, like, outside the house, mm-hmm. that's, like, a skill. And so, to that, in that regard, I would have to, do some kind of like air raid siren that would make everyone like freeze up mm. and thinks they were going to die. And then I could escape. You know? I don't know why you guys have to escape, but okay. <laughs> what you, never, you never know when you might need to escape. Miles just wants to be like, like at a party, like drinking and eating pretzels and then just gets <laughs> bored of like, like regular talk and then just scares everyone. And then is like, isn't that interesting? Hey, check this out. Yeah, exactly. Check this shit out. Um, yeah, Darling in the Franks, I think, has been brought up to us. It might be on our, like... I, I don't remember. I haven't heard of it. On our suggestion list. Uh, are, are we going to watch it? Uh, maybe. Maybe. People keep paying us to watch stuff they want to watch. Uh, they want us to watch. So. This is from Pamela. Subject line is, I have been in Spain since July 3rd, but the S is silent. Oh. Pain. Salutations, JJB Pod. Hoping you guys had a great week. Question Do you guys miss having Miles at a high fiveable distance? Do you? Yes. Yeah. I miss Miles. I'm sure you miss each other to some extent, at least. I hope you get to see each other soon. Moving on. <laughs> Almost hard to believe it's been a month since the last JoJo event. On a side note, anyone who hasn't watched the Twitch stream where Mark live reacted to the event is honestly missing out. It was iconic and hilarious. Wait, I didn't watch it. Shit. Iconic. Uh,. <laughs> It's a lot of dead eyes on my part. When's the next uh, JoJo event? Uh, it's the 8th. Okay. Oh, it's so, soon. Yeah, almost a week. Um, <laughs> the Twitch channel in general is its own world of wonders. You guys should hop on there more often. Will you also react to the next event? Will you? Yeah, sure. Fuck it. Yeah, let's do it. I'll be there too. Okay. If I'm not too tired. Miles, I think, will be out of the area or something. I think I will be driving. 
Uh, I hope that you do. This way, if I get played and turned into a clown again, I won't be the only one experiencing it. The more, the merrier. All the love in the world to you guys. Hope the summer heat isn't slow cooking you like it is me. It is slow cooking me. P.S. I'm still a full-time clown for believing in that JoJo event, <laughs> but I am looking forward to watching the next one regardless. Such is the life of a JoJo fan. We will always be horny for more JoJo content, no matter how minuscule. Bye! This is two PSs, two horny PSs in a row. I love it. Yay. Yay. Thanks for writing. Uh, Pamela, uh, we're going to record in person soon. Yeah. Because I'm going to come over. We need to figure out when that is, by the way, because we have a pretty busy August. Mm. Okay, I'm going to be... I'll just do it now. Okay, ready? Okay. I'll be there from 22. This shouldn't be recorded. <laughs> um, We're going to a wedding. Yeah, we'll record some episodes, some number, probably in the one to two range with Miles uh, coming up. Uh, yeah, if you listen to... I put out on the last... I put on our feed last week a remastered episode from 2017 and it's the energy level is totally different i think it's a combination of being able to record in person and watching jojo and we were starting uh part two battle tendency mm-hmm. or miles do you remember what you kept trying to rename it as because you thought that was a boring name i you know i listened to the beginning of this oh episode, okay but i don't remember what i said oh it was like pugilistic and then you never figured out like another one i don't think <laughs> pugilistic personality or something um god that's so funny god anyway yeah i'll i'll stream on the eighth if i just someone remind me on the seventh basically <laughs> that's what i need just someone let me know be like hey tomorrow's the thing and i'll go oh sh-. actually remind me the eighth you know what remind me the same day uh, the final email for this week is from chad with the subject line being vampire hunter d's nuts ha got him <laughs> got him Aloha JJB pod Ohana. I hope everyone had a nice week off either staying home or traveling safely. I think the very first time I ever saw the original Vampire Hunter D was when Sci-Fi, previously known as the Sci-Fi Channel, ran it alongside Robot Carnival and Lensman back in 1993. Holy shit. 12-year-old me thought it was the coolest thing ever and 40-year-old me still agrees it's up there. <laughs> I only managed to find one JoJo voice connection. Jerkface Greco. <laughs> that's, that's not his name. Please don't. Uh, no, he's just saying. I know, but his name is Greco Roman. No, it's not. That's what Chad wrote here. I hope. I don't think Chad's joking. No, it's true. Greco Roman shares his voice with super psychic Native American warrior Walken from Bow. Okay. Wow. Another notable voice belongs to Vampire Hunter D himself. He shares his voice with uh, movie, TV, anime versions of Balrog or Vega or the guy with the claw. Street, Street Fighter. Fighter. I hope everyone is doing well and continuing to stay safe. Yeah, mahalo, Chad. P.S. Happy belated anniversary, Mark and Jackie. Thank what? you, Chad. Thank you, Chad. How long has it been, you guys? We've been married for five years. And we've been together for 16. 16. Yay. Yeah. Holy shit. And we've almost done this podcast for five years. We're coming up on wow. it. Yay. For our fifth anniversary of the pod, we're going to watch all 26 episodes of Eva in one sitting <laughs> and no. then record one pod episode about them in one sitting. We should do the, I don't know, we should do something about Eva. Maybe we should do the last, like, the last couple of, well, we should that, do something about last, JoJo, really. The last two episodes of Eva. No, we got to do the last movies coming out. Okay. Oh, true. Soon on Amazon Prime. But I think we should do parts of the original series. Yeah, we should. Anyway. 
Again, those were emails sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. You too can be uh, read on this show and inspire off-topic conversations. Believe me, there was a bunch of logistical talk that I cut out of this episode, but uh, it's all thanks to our emailers. That wasn't interesting. Even the way I said it was confusing. (laughs) Uh, Before we finally delve into Vampire Hunter, let's talk about our Patreon, which we have patreon.com slash jjbpod and you can support the show for as little as one dollar a month uh and that will get you access to the entire patreon feed which includes miles's weekly cultural reference newsletter uh and some extra audio visual content that i have uh produced including uh some missing audio from episodes the occasional clip of us recording uh video uh i put together this thing comparing Uh, music from death note that i think it's soundtrack ripped off and just today i put out a video where i react and talk about chapter 106 of jojolion which is a few chapters behind by now but the video is 37 minutes long uh so it's just one dollar and you can watch that and uh i mentioned it in the notes but goddamn, i hope the next one is not 37 minutes because that took me forever to edit um why do you have so many thoughts of mark uh, I don't know. It's a mixture of having a lot of thoughts and then also being like... But why? I don't know. My brain is overclocked. Okay. It's not good. My heat sink is burning out. I think it's good. It's like good, but it's also, you know, it's the first chapter of Jojolion that I've ever like recorded thoughts for. So I didn't realize how many thoughts I had, you know? Mm. Uh, I mostly attack this one panel uh, like... Overall, I like the chapter. I like Jojolion okay, uh, but there's one panel that I am pretty proud to say I think I identified either laziness or they just didn't have the time or budget. They just like covered up uh, like Araki or someone that was like in charge of backgrounds, just like kind of covered up half of like what should have been the shot of a hospital with like big stupid motion lines. Uh, and so I, I feel smart for having noticed that. Of course totally possible i was wrong but i don't think so i'm sad that watching this would spoil because i want to watch it you can watch it i don't think you'll know what the fuck is happening oh, okay it's it's honestly at this point it's so far removed but uh yeah it's on patreon if that link doesn't work please let me know folks because wow who, who would have thought that a piece of technology would make things harder um it's on our vimeo page so yeah even your dollar a month people that goes towards uh, supporting us and uh, helping us recoup our costs because I just had to pay for a Vimeo Plus membership mm. to put Jesus. Vimeo content out there. But no, it's not a problem because we have many amazing faithful supporters. For $3 a month, you get all the same stuff, but we will also say thank you out loud on this podcast. All right. this right, I'm going to say thank you to everyone. Thank you, everyone who gave us money and no one else. Um, <laughs> Caleb, thank you, Caleb. Lord Zendar, thank you, Lord Zendar. Jumbo, big thanks to Jumbo. Katie, thanks, Katie. Bloof, love Bloof. Dylan, you go, Dylan. Nocturnal, thanks, Nocturnal. Uh, Leah, thanks, Leah. Kenny. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I want Jackie to know, like, we're not 
You're not. We don't have to cover anything. We're not, you don't have to stretch for time. It's like I, uh, <laughs> you can it's just like, do it. It's like I feel like I want to say something about Kenny, but I, I, I can't. Nothing comes to me. So I'm like, all right, thanks, Kenny, Mister Jackpots, Caden, Nick. Thank you. <laughs> Is it becoming obvious that I'm the one who like does the Patreon messaging? <laughs> like, I don't know. That I know who these people are to some degree. I know who these people are. Oh, that's... some of them. Some of them. I said Nick. Josh. Thank you, Josh. Austin. Thanks, Austin. Tim. Woo, Tim. Tyler. Thanks, Tyler. Martin. That one's easy. Yeah. <laughs> Michael. Thank you, Michael. I'm, I'm, this is taking such a long time. Christian. Thanks, Christian. <laughs> Woo, go, Christian. And our good friend and ohana chad Woo! thank you jackie that was good in the edit that will be two seconds long <laughs> mark's gonna speed it up it's gonna be like in between anything <laughs> yeah so thanks again to our three dollar patreon people you help us pay for even more shit that you didn't realize a podcast needs to pay for <laughs> like uh the gold microphone holders that we we use no and the diamond the $8,000 Lamborghini partnered uh, office chair that I'm sitting in. No. Uh, look. You, you guys didn't get me an office chair. Oh, I think it's in the mail. I think it's on its way to you. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I'm down here. I, <laughs> <laughs> office chairs don't get delivered by parcel. You just you slap a tracking number and shove it down <laughs> I-95. Um, yeah, that reminds me. You need to get out to I-95. I don't know how close you live to it, but you better you better pray you catch it. Why? Because I just rolled the chair down the highway. He's got to go get it. I don't think the chair knows how to take off ramps. This is really funny for everyone who doesn't know how to drive. By the way, we were in LA and we went to Koreatown and we went to this big Korean mall and there were like 10 massage chair stores. I did not realize how big the like robot massage chair industry is in Korea. Yeah. We went to some place called Body Friend. There were so many of those chairs yeah everywhere so many stores the store called body friend the lady was very nice and talked to us uh, and i had to resist not to shout like we're not buying anything don't bother mm. but they had like you know their chairs were like two thousand three thousand i think the lowest end was 800 and even those were like captain america themed and shit like they had marvel sponsorships or partnerships but at the high end they had these like i think they were over 10 grand chairs where they were partnered with lamborghini design so their externals, I guess, were designed by the people that make Lamborghini cars. Uh, and they just looked like shit. They just looked already <laughs> dated. They looked like they came off the set of like the first Captain America. And you were like, wasn't that movie a while ago? Um, we did not try any of the chairs, though. We didn't have time. I definitely would have. I felt bad. I would have felt bad doing it because she was, you know, it's she's like, you know, we got to sanitize everything for because of you know oh, the delta true, variant yeah. and stuff and like we weren't gonna buy anything we knew we weren't gonna buy anything so to make her like have to give us the demo i didn't think about any of that and then wipe down the chair i would not if you had said that to me i would have been like oh yeah shit and i would not have done that so good okay. point so i'm glad we didn't for several reasons not just selfish ones uh anyway look that was uh not a patreon tier anything about koreatown Nothing to do with Patreon. <laughs> the final tiers of our Patreon are the boss. Are us, the tears of a clown. Yes. The Smokey Robinson uh, tears of a clown. No. You, why is everything getting me derailed? For $15, look, the Patreon charges up front. 
we can't just have like a one-time fee thing. So you don't have to like commit to a $15 membership. That's insane. But if you just go to the $15 mark and cancel it as soon as the charge goes through, uh, you can send us a message and say, hey, watch three episodes of my favorite anime or whatever. Watch three episodes of an anime I think that you'll react to. You might not like it. And that's what people have been doing. Uh, or a movie. If, if it's a movie that's not insanely long, we'll watch that, including this week's episode, Vampire Hunter D. So for any extra content or uh, if you want to tell us to watch anime, you can uh, just go to patreon.com slash jjbpod. And uh, if you watch the video, let me know what you think because I'm definitely going to try to streamline the next one or I can't because I just I can't do like 30 plus minute videos for each chapter. I'll never do it. <laughs> um, but if there's things you like or don't like, let me know. All right. That's the end of the Patreon bit. Uh, let's take a quick short. That's one word. Let's take a quick short break and then we'll come back and talk about Vampire Hunter D. Okay, we are back and ready to talk about Vampire Hunter D, the 1985, apparently straight-to-home anime movie. So I guess you could call this an OVA, but it's considered a film. Uh, and some of this stuff we'll have said on Bloodlust when we talked about that, which was from 2000, 15 years later. What a gap. But I don't remember what I said about Bloodlust, so I'm going to repeat everything again. Well, this is a different thing. You okay. know, maybe you said stuff about characters in there that don't appear in here. What if I have completely opposite opinions? It'll be funny. Like in the last one, I, I say I hate D, and in this one, I'm like, I love D. I don't know. I don't know what would happen if that happened. What if? What if? Anyway, um, so yeah, if you didn't know, Vampire Hunter D is... Uh, Adapted from a series of novels. Uh, mm, not, not a manga. Nope. Nope. There are mangas of this, but uh, originally it is a series of novels by Hideyuki Kikuchi. I believe it's still going, by the way. I Whoa. think like it's spaced pretty far out now, like how often these come in. These uh, come out, but uh, I think they've are been these published. Are these like novel novels or are they graphic novels? They're novels. This, this is a 300-page uh, novel. This first one oh, shit. that we're talking about here. Um, but yeah, one came out in 29. Ooh. One came out this February. Holy shit. I think. God, he's written 38 novels. I guess 300 pages is maybe a novella, maybe a novel. I don't know. But Jesus Christ, he had multiple come out in 2019. Yeah, this this man cannot stop and he cannot be stopped. Uh, it does have some illustrations, though, including most prominently uh, promoted by Yoshitaka Amano, who did the like box art and character designs for Final Fantasy. So if you looked at this and thought like these sort of wispy, tall, pale characters reminded you of like the box art from classic Final Fantasy games where you're like, hey, these little blobby 3D characters don't look like the cool people on the cover. Well, Yoshitaka Amano uh, is the one who duped you. Um so yeah, there'll be some similarities there. Um, and yeah, the first time this this first book was translated into English was 2005. So, Whoa. you know, just had to wait a good 22 years there if you like heard about it in the 80s and then finally wanted to read it officially in America. Um, yeah, and like people don't really talk that much about this movie. They mostly talk about Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust. Like I guess that's just a consequence of our generation sort of 
coming of age around the turn of the millennium. But I did not really know much about this movie or know what to uh, expect. Um, It is pointed out on IMDb that the author Kikuchi takes influence for like the vampire mechanics more from the uh, Hammer films. I don't know if you are familiar, guys. Have you heard of Hammer films? It's like a horror movie company, and they made a bunch of Dracula movies in the 70s and 80s, uh, where Christopher Lee was the actor who played uh, Dracula in the majority of them, uh, which is probably why the nobility, the, the main vampire in this, has the last name of Lee mm. and kind of looks like an old white guy. Mm. Well, I guess all vampires are white, right? He did look like someone to me, but not Christopher Lee. Yeah, not, it, not quite like Christopher Lee, but it's like, He's an old white dude, and Christopher Lee was already, I think, getting up there by the time he was doing uh, the Hammer films, the Dracula movies, which those also have a fuck ton. I don't think they have 38, but there's quite a bit of them. Yeah, I will say that I found this film slower, and I, d- I don't like that it was in like the sort of boxy TV size. You know, it was clearly meant straight to home video. It's like four by three instead of the wider cinematic look that you'd get in the theater. Mm. But I still thought it looked really good. I enjoyed a lot of the animation and and uh, thought the characters looked really badass, especially because a lot of them just stand there for maybe minutes at a time, but they look cool doing it. It does look good. Re- the pacing was weird. This movie, this, I don't know if it's in the book or if it's just the screenplay, but the plot of this movie is really weird. I don't really know what was happening. Like, I guess we should outline the plot. Yeah. But uh, it's like... It takes place in the future. Oh, yeah. Do you guys know what year it takes place in? I don't know if they said, and I looked it up, and it blew my mind. Is it, I don't know, 1998? Is it 99? It's (laughs) 12,090. What? It's 10,000 years from now. That's like a Gunbuster scale of time. It's more than that, I think. Oh, wait. Actually, yeah. Gunbuster went far. 12,000? It's the year 12,090 AD. Hmm. Oh. It's like if we just waited around for 10,000 years, we'd have a floating red gas bubbles that eats demon snakes. Cool. But you'd still use a whip. You know? It's an electro whip or something. It's some kind of special Castlevania ass whip. Although this, I think, might predate all of the Castlevanias. So, hmm. All right, so I can read from my my notes that give a play-by-play description. Let's hear it, Jackie. So we got Pippi Long, Longstocking Soldier who's running around. There's a dinosaur eating a fruit. <laughs> she is Pippi Longstocking. There's a dinosaur eating a fruit. Um, she shines a light on it and shoots, and she calls her horse Luke. Is that correct? Yeah, so the main character's name is Doris Lang, and she has- We don't learn that yet. Yeah, but I want to give people some context. Okay. I don't want to just describe. It sounds like you're like telling people your fever dreams. Or it's just, <laughs> it is. That's what this you, is. Soldier, Pippi Longstocking, <laughs> reaching through, careening, caressing. It's just like a weird poem. She has like a sword and she has l- pigtails. Yep, both and weapons. she's a cute young lass. She's a cute young lass with a, a skirt that maybe is four inches long. I don't know. It just <laughs> is permanently showing her ass cheeks, I think. And yeah, she's like chasing this snake that's eating, that just quite frankly is doing nothing but eating fruit. It seems to be some kind of like herbivore demon snake and she shoots it I wrote, a bunch. I wrote, it looked like a dinosaur to me. I wrote that it was a dinosaur and it bites her horse. Well, like it, it like bites its head off. First, she shoots at it a bunch and then she's having trouble like finishing it off. So she calls her horse and then from her horse somehow is more accurate 
uh, which makes no sense. And she's shooting mm. this like laser gun at it and blows half its head off. And then she's like, good, it's dead. And she gets off her horse. And then, yeah, it oh, right. bites her another, horse. No, I'm sorry. I wrote down another demon. Another dog demon eats her horse. Well, no, I think the snake bites her. Doesn't it? The snake bite her horse. And then the wolf comes out of nowhere and also bites it. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. All right. The the werewolf is a dog is what I have here as a dog demon. Yeah. And it also breaks her cross necklace. Yeah. Is this where? Yeah, it kind of does it. And it just like goes like, yoink. it just like breaks her necklace. It's very like human ish the way it does that. Um, it's just like quickly sticks its claw out and breaks her her crucifix necklace. Um, I thought her hair was turquoise, by the way, because they try to like make it like moonlight looking yeah. in this. So when, later when she shows up blonde, I'm like, who the fuck is? Yeah, this? I was like, I didn't know who that was. I thought that was because she turned into a vampire. She looked better in the moonlight. I liked it too. Yeah, I thought the ch- cheddar cheese colored hair was not as good. It was too much, and her hair looked messy. Miles, your take? How do you feel about hair? Uh, I guess I didn't really think about it that much. Fair. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> so then she's like, fuck, my horse got got, uh, you know, I'm out here without my the poor horse, the horse, rest in horse. Um, which also is weird because later I was like, wait, aren't all the horses robots? But I guess only some of them are because D's horse is a cyborg, mm. which is not a robot. I should say, I want to be clear about these horse D. <laughs> What's your last name, sir? Horse. D's horse. Got him. Um, so then out of nowhere, this giant Dracula fucking vampire comes out of nowhere. Uh, did I say out of nowhere at the beginning and end of that? I think I did. Out of nowhere. Yeah. Out of nowhere, I said those things. Uh, it's just like raining. And this vampire just knows how evil he looks. He's really tall. He's, he's in that classic vampire fashion where his cloak is like wrapped around him. Mm-hmm. And he just opens his eyes. He's got thin ass lips. And he slowly just like looks around and he doesn't move. And Doris is just like frozen in fear. And the lightning flashes. Yes. And she shoots, but it does nothing. Oh, yeah. It just bounces off him, right? Yeah. It doesn't do anything. Uh, and he flashes his teeth. Yeah. He flashes his vampire teeth. He's, his whole body language is just like, you know what time it is. Yeah. You know what's going to happen. <laughs> Um, I love how the lightning looks in this. I love how light in general looks in this movie because it really takes advantage of that analog old school way of doing animation where I think they just literally shine light through the animation cell. So it has that sort of soft, like realistic bloom as it comes onto the frame. I just think that's great. And it's something we're missing in the digital age. I know it's easier and all that, but you know, um, yes, this movie is basically Castlevania. And uh, we don't, do we see him bite her? Does he just bare his fangs and get close to her? We don't, we don't see it bite her. We don't see it. But later we see that she has bite marks on her neck. That yeah. She is covering up with a choker. Yeah. And this is where I don't understand this movie's plot or the, the vampire nobility guy. Because they call vampires nobles. No, or, they just call that vampire family nobles. No, I think they're all considered nobles. No, they're not. No, they're they not. Are. It's only certain dudes are nobles. Yeah. Well, they have like the shitty vampire like demons. Because the guy Ray was was is a vampire. He's not a noble. Is he a vampire? Isn't he a vampire? I think he's just a ghoul. I th- oh yeah, he's not a vampire. I he's think not? it's just like if you're a like a like vampires in a lot of mythologies can bite people and turn them into like stupid zombies, like Dio can, right? Like Dio turns people into mindless zombies that are vampires, but they're not like true vampires. And so they call them nobility. I think noble, I think, 
my understanding was nobles are like descendant from Dracula. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah. But they're not, but not all vampires are nobles. I, okay. I guess what, what I'm thinking of a vampire as, I'm thinking of the classic Dracula movie vampire where they wear cool shit and they have a, a castle. And I always think of them as only vampires and everything else, even if they suck blood, they're just dickhead, like zombie ghoul vampires. But I see what you're saying. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, okay. So he bites her <laughs> neck and that like dooms her to eventually turn undead. But then we don't see what happens. No, there's like a part two to that. So it's like first he has to bite her and then I don't know, to be continued. He has to do some kind of ritual to make her his like bride or whatever. Why does he let her go? We don't see what happens. She, just, she needs to cook. Why? I don't understand. <laughs> is he like you have a day to pack your stuff? Like, what does he care? Why doesn't he just bite her and then just take her into a dungeon until she turns? Because that's just not how that's it works. That's a great point, Mark. I don't know. Because then the, the next scene we see is she's in the middle of the road. Her hair is yellow. And we see D on a horse and his hair is all in the breeze. He's got beautiful hair. It's wild. His hat brim is wide and his lapels are even wider, I think. So he, he looks like a pimp. He looks like a pimp, but like his his hat brim lapel combo, he's like a clam. It's just this big <laughs> wide thing. I mean, it's black, but it's just like it's very over the top. And what I was saying to Jackie is like I love like a lot of vampire lore stuff. It just like everything is sexual, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not like some dumb anime or piece of media where like the guys just look like dudes or whatever, but like the women are super detailed. It's like, mm-hmm. no, they want you want to fuck everything. Yeah. Any like main important character is like super sexy. Um and this scene was also like I was definitely very invested in this movie, but I was like, holy fuck, this is slow. Cause she talks mm-hmm. to him and he just doesn't say shit for yeah. a while. And they take great pains like in the next few scenes to be like oh you're the strong silent type well she hires him and he and he goes with her but she's she, like she uses her magic whip <laughs> yeah she she uh I, and i like how spunky she is i like her whip because she's like hey you're a vampire hunter aren't you a wandering hunter and then she's like can you help me i need help and he doesn't say anything because he's a badass but to the point where i'm like thinking he's zoning out no, or well something. first she's like i'm gonna take your sword and well, no, no no she says that because he doesn't okay. answer and she's like, if you can't help me and, and you, you know, you're not going to defend yourself, then I'm just going to take that shit from you because she wants him to react. And then she like jumps and goes to whip him. But she has like a cat of nine tails, like multi whip. She goes she goes to with her whip. She goes to like pull the sword out. But it also like whips onto his arms and stuff. Yeah, because she's trying to pull the sword out with it. But it, it like it grabs the sword and his arms and something else. It's, mm. I don't know how she does that. How does she get each arm to do their own thing? Each little whip piece. It's a magical whip. Yeah. And it is like... It's the future. It's like pink laser whippy. But I'm still thinking this is Castlevania. Anyway. And then he doesn't even do anything, but they just all break off him. All the whip pieces break. And she's like, oh. Yeah. And I'm like, but he didn't do anything. So, uh, but I guess he still looks cool. Yeah. Because he... Again, in my head, he's just thinking about like yesterday's crossword hint. His crossword puzzle. He's like, there is no three letter word for that. Because he's just doing nothing that I'm like, I, I don't even think this is badassery. He's just out of touch. Um, And then they do finally have a conversation, I think. Yeah. So this is where she tries to hire him. And he's like, he doesn't say anything, but his body language is like, nah. 
And so she shows him her neck and she's like, I have the kiss of the noble. And he's like, all right, I'll help you. He doesn't say that he proud or he probably says like, oh, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he like doesn't speak. It's like, but fine. He just follows her on the horse. Um, and she says her name is Dora Lang. She asks him his name. He never says. We never know his name. <laughs> Maybe he does quietly go like. And- <laughs> no, she refers to him as D. D. I don't think he actually tells. He doesn't actually say his name. No, he never. He never says that. But I think she learns it somehow. Yeah. Because they go Onechandi like later on. I think it's embroidered in his underwear. Also, at this point, she says like the reward for helping her, which is oh yeah, uh, you get three meals and you can do whatever you want with me. I don't, not the exact words, but some something like that. Basically, you can have your way with me. She or says whatever. she says like you can do whatever you yeah. want with me, which is like or do whatever you want to me. Or I something. guess she's like really desperate, but like if you want like your freedom from a vampire king guy and you're gonna die. Maybe don't also volunteer yourself to be enslaved by somebody else. His response to her was, did the noble assault you? (laughs) Is that what he says? Yeah, that's his. He doesn't say yes or no. He just says, did the noble assault you? And I'm like, okay. (laughs) Maybe he's he's just like, okay, well, there's this girl's fucked up. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. And then she's like, so you'll take the job. So she offers herself up to him as a reward. He's like, did the noble assault you? And she's and and then she's like, oh, so you'll take the job? <laughs> yeah, it's almost like they need to stop and be like, to be clear, you're not interested in the take advantage of me. Yeah. Thing, right. Like just to get that out of the way. All right. He's not like, oh, I thought I could cash in on that later. We don't know. Uh, his hand, by the way. Sorry. But yes, I'm jumping ahead. His hand has a face and it talks. Mm-hmm. The reason why I bring this up is because I don't remember what that is. We, I don't know either, Jackie. Okay. None it's of not, us know. It's not in the other one? It is. Okay. It is, but they never explain it. Okay. You know how you have a talking hand sometimes? <laughs> yeah, okay. You know how you watch the, the, the anime Parasite, and then you're like, yeah. oh, yeah, my hand also is an alien. Um, His hand says to him something like, you wouldn't be attracted to her anyway, right? Like, So it seems to imply that even though she's like, and you can fuck me silly or whatever, uh, that he's not into that because he's a... I don't know, he's a dompier or maybe his hand just knows that he's very dedicated to his cause of vampire hunting. But uh, I guess he's just not into sexuality. Maybe he's like a, a mule, right? Aren't mules sterile? Because they're crossed. That doesn't mean they're not horny, Mark. I don't know. I guess that's true. If you're sterile, that doesn't mean you're not horny. I guess horny is for everyone. Uh, <laughs> I think he is horny, though, because he has to like resist it later. But he has to resist biting her. I think it's difficult for me to separate the horniness and the desire for blood, which I guess is like a thing in vampire stuff. Yeah, Yeah, Jackie, you said something about when he bears his fangs in a later scene. It's it's like, that's him getting a boner. Yeah, it's the same thing. That's what bearing your fangs is. It's a boner. It's complicated because like in the old like vampire movies of like, well, in books maybe, I don't know about the books. We we should, we should have Bluth uh, answer this or something. But like it seemed like the biting and stuff and the taking of the blood is like is like a metaphor for virginity and sex and stuff. Mm. But then this movie also is like, you're a dompier, a product of a vampire who had sex with some lady. And it's like, yeah. well, now I'm confused about the metaphor. Mm. It's no longer a metaphor. So yeah, when he is it's like- It's racism. It's just combining what? all the themes. It's combining all the themes. I don't know. Maybe it's just a thing and it's- Well, I definitely think, like, we'll, we'll get to her, but what's her name? The Doris? No. Larmika? Larmika. She's fucking racist. <laughs> She's a white supremacist, vampire supremacist. 
she's something. She's a vampire supremacist. She's got a tiny mouth. Yeah, and she and she doesn't like muggles. I guess. Um, <laughs> but before, yeah, let's let's go back. So she so he decides to take the job, and then they go into town, which again is apparently in the year twelve thousand, but it looks like kind of like the old west. Yeah. Or old timey saloon, or like Beauty and the Beast town, or something. Everything old is new. And this like dirt bag guy with a kind of eighties pompadour, pompadour ass head. Uh, what's his name? He looks like a JoJo's guy. He kind of does look like a JoJo's guy, or just like any eighties anime ruffian. I don't remember his name. Who? Greco. Greco Roman. Oh, he's Greco Roman. Right, 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 right. He uh, he's just like, hey, he's the mayor's son. He's the mayor's son, and he's like, hey, he's a dirt bag. He's a piece of shit. He's like, if you needed help, like I heard you got bit. I don't know how they all know that she got bit. It's really weird. No, I don't think he heard. I think he could tell or something. How could somehow. he tell? I don't know. Maybe she screamed from the field. No, no, no. I, I, I know how he could tell. He put, he put, he's, he's not a dumbass. You know, he sees that she's walking around with a vampire hunter. Yeah, not like you, Mark. Oh. <laughs> oh, I he see. see. He sees that she's walking around with a vampire hunter, and he can probably see that she's wearing a choker that covers her neck. And he put two and two together. Why would she hire a vampire hunter? Why else would you hire a vampire hunter, Mark? Um, you don't know that he's a vampire hunter. Yeah, you do. He no, can you tell. Don't. He could tell. He's not that smart. You're giving him too much credit now. No, he said that's what he fucking said. I thought he said like rumor has it, but no, anyway. he was like. Hey, bitch, what you doing with a vampire hunter? <laughs> well, it seems like this this vampire noble guy just lives near their town, and every now and then they just have to deal with his ass. Um, so he takes her into an alley and is like, hey, if you needed help, I'm the mayor's son. I could have yeah. helped you, which is like- You should have came to me instead of this vampire hunter. What could you possibly do against this vampire? Have you seen him? Have you seen his castle? He's like 20 feet tall, and he <laughs> does stuff that makes no sense. And then he also tries to grope her and is like, you know, if you would uh, let me. Yeah. And she's like, you've heard a lot of people close to me. So fuck you. Basically. Yeah. And he's also a disgusting grab ass. And uh, she she like kind of beats him up. Right. Or she dodges him. She whips him. (laughs) She lets it whip. She fights back. And then he, like a piece of shit, I thought this was very realistic he though. He snitches on her to the whole town. He just yells like, she's bit by a vampire. <laughs> and then- Hey, everybody. <laughs> and then there's a meeting with uh, the mayor, a doctor, the deputy, I guess, or sheriff. They want to put her in a concentration camp. D <laughs> and Doris. And I guess technically D's hand is part of the meeting. Yeah. Um, and uh, what is, what do you think D's hand does so if D jacks off, oh, he doesn't use the face hand, right? That would be weird. No, he uses the no, other hand. of course hand. not. But do you think the other, like while that's happening, the other hand is like, what's happening over there? Does he like turn his hand the other way? <laughs> and he's like, I know what you're doing with my brother. Do you think? <laughs> yes. Okay. Maybe he waits till the hand sleeps and then he masturbates. Oh, that's good. Yeah. It's still got to be a few times it woke up. Anyway, mm-hmm. they're all there and they're like, what do we do with Doris? She's going to turn into a vampire. We want to put her in a camp. And then there's this weird thing that happens. No, wait. So they they want to put her in a camp and then one guy is like... That's what, yeah. Well, oh, that's what we were going to say? Go ahead though, go ahead. It, the one guy is like, well, no, you remember la- last time that happened. Nobody remembers last time that happened. <laughs> Which is ridiculous. Last time that happened 30 years ago, it went really bad and all of us fucking, everybody died. Yeah, which... The vampire came looking for revenge and just killed everybody, like half the town. Which... Isn't the implication that one of those guys, that the two guys were alive? The sheriff looks like he's too young and doesn't know, but two of them were alive. How do you forget about the time you imprisoned somebody and then everybody in the town died? Maybe they moved recently. 
Because now there's a bunch of real estate. You don't remember anything, Mark. That's true. I would have remembered if my whole town was murdered. And then I'm like, oh, I'm about to do that same thing, aren't I? No, a bunch of people got killed. So all their houses became available. And then people came into town looking for the new real estate. And one guy just didn't read the history book. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So if they're transplants, fine. It sounded like it was their childhood, but. No, I don't know. All right. We don't know their story, but apparently no one remembers. in town, like me. It's yeah. it's funny because really it's like the doctor is like, no, we can't put her in that camp. It's inhumane. And the mayor's like, yeah, put her in the camp. And then the, <laughs> and then the doctor's like, all right, actually, there's this thing that happened where everyone died. And the mayor's like, oh, OK. Oh, yeah. Shit. We can't do that. <laughs> and then D and then I think they're like, why don't you why don't you go with D or something like that? No, D is like, how about this? Let me just finish my assignment. And then you can put her in jail, right? Yeah. And and uh, and then you can do whatever and whatever. And then she and then they're like, yeah, but what if you fail? You know, these vampires are pretty fucking tough. And she's like, if he fails, I'll kill myself. And they're like, okay. <laughs> Which is also, it's like believable because it does seem like she does not want to turn into a vampire. But you also can't trust that she's necessarily going to do that. He could fail. She turns, and then she just fucks up the town. But yeah, they don't really have any choice. They they have no control. Uh, so it's decided that, okay, again, it's weird that, that vampire noble Lee bit her and then turned her loose. And then now the plan is for both of them to go to the castle. Is the idea that if they kill Lee, she won't turn? Is that what happened? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think that's why she needs to hire a vampire hunter in the first place. Cause right. like, if there was no hope for her, she would have just like killed herself or whatever, but yeah, she thinks yeah, there's yeah. a way to save herself. So yeah, and then I forget. Do they both go in at the same? Because I, I think she gets kidnapped, doesn't she? Uh, wait. So what happens next? Uh, for, first of all, she has a a little brother named Dan or Don. And Dan so there's or that. Don. Yeah, little, little brother. It's Dan. Dan. Um, and um, the vampire tell uh, what's his name d is like uh you know you can cry but if your tears will make your sister cry then you can't cry Uh, that's just like an aside thing that i wrote down but it happened um and she asked d to tell her about the nobility stuff they're like getting ready to go and he he changes the subject he doesn't want to tell her shit um, and he also says something about the woman's mood. They look up, up at the moon. Oh yeah, what the fuck like, is this? Tomorrow's the the woman's mood and she, moon. And she and uh, Doris is like, oh, you mean the red the moon that turns red once a month? <laughs> yeah. Again, this is this weird <laughs> metaphor thing becoming not a metaphor. Yeah. He says once a month the moon turns red and all blood spilled on that day is impure. Yeah, and it's not tasty for the vampires it's so it's the like one, is it a it's period the one, it's the one night where vampires are like i'm not hungry Ew, Ew. i'm not into that <laughs> not delicious which we it, can't fuck tonight it's it's weird <laughs> and so he's like they'll probably come get you before then because they're impatient they, it's, if it's just one night they could wait till the night after technically but i guess That's he true, knows he knows they're like, impatient uh, they want to eat all they want to like have a feast the night before they fast you know my note here says D is dumb and thinks all women have the same period. Why? Um, but I don't know. I, I just decided that. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, so he says the vampires will come to her tonight. Um, he he puts her to sleep with his talking hand for some reason is what I wrote Oh, because they're going to be attacked. That's right. So he puts her to sleep with his talking hand. So like they have, they have like a, first of all, they have like a bug zapper thing outside. It's like weird red defense system thing because we see like a monster get blown up as it approaches the house. But then he starts to notice that 
the bad guys are coming and the system is deactivated, I think. Or no, not yet, not yet. He deactivates it. Um, but yeah, he just like puts his hand on her and his like face hand just knocks her out instantly. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. And I guess his idea is to uh, just keep her safe without her yeah. risking getting out there. Um, Even though she can fight, like she can use her whip and shit. Let her fight, you know? Yeah, I guess he just sized her up and was like, nah, okay. you can't do Why it. Why do they come for her if they don't want her blood? Um, I guess they were, well, I guess they wanted that night and not the night after. Oh, that right, right, right. My bad. Yeah, so it's just like, which is so. The they, night after is the one where her blood is gross. Yeah. Yeah, which is weird because okay. I thought she was part of a process where she was going to be inducted. So are they not working directly for Lee? They just want to drink her blood in the like. No, they are working for Lee. I think. I don't think so. I think Lee needs to like drink her blood some more okay. to turn her again. And so he let her go, and now he's like, actually, bring her back. That's what I'm saying. It's so weird that he's like, uh, I need to drink her blood because you know what? Tuesday is going to be gross blood day. So I want her now. So it's like, well, are you, are you rushing or dragging? Like, what the fuck is happening mm-hmm. here? Because if it's like a long process where you got to get all these stupid mumbling like monk guys together to go while you do this like weird sacrificial altar looking shit, then you should have just kept her and done it before gross blood day. You know, I don't we don't know. We don't know their process. We really don't, do we? No one's going to explain. I mean, they could have explained it. They could have explained it. I'm confused as to why she was they let go. They could have been like, like little, little Dan would be like, what's happening? And then like, they she didn't explained. have to do that. There were other more creative ways to do it. I think okay. they could have had signs in the background that said, here's how it works. <laughs> or the, the vampire Lee is just like, I need to do this tonight because of death. It's just like exposition, like talking to, he just screams like wheel of fortune is on and leaves. <laughs> It's it's Wheel of Fortune is still going in the year twelve thousand. Unfortunately, no one cares I hope about Jeopardy. So. Well, Wheel of Fortune's fine. I don't know. It's whatever. Anyway, so Lee's henchmen show up. It's um the Lady Vampire Larmica, Larmica, and um Ray. Which his name, by the way, is Ray Ginsay, which is like Reaganse, which I think might also be another like pun, like Reagan something. I don't know yeah. what say would be, but Ray Ginsay. Okay. I have not figured out what the fuck Larmica is. It sounds like something Filipino. Mm. <laughs> it sounds like the re- the re- restaurant in Manhattan, Maharlika. Mm. Ah, that's what it is. Maybe she's. Fil- do you think she's Filipino? No. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Oh. She does have a lot of shoes. I don't know if that's true. I don't know. What? She has shoes? No, never mind. I don't get it. I'm just thinking of like when I think of a fancy, like rich. Uh, Filipina lady. I just think of Imelda Marcos. I don't know who that is. She had a lot of shoes. Okay, good. <laughs> she might still. I don't know. <laughs> she probably still does. She probably got some. Uh, anyway, so they fight. I guess. Uh, he gets. Uh, the D gets stabbed, but it heals, and that's when Larmica is like, "Oh, you're a dampire." It's dampier. Dampire. No. Dampire. I want to say dampire. Well, it's like weird. They fight. There's vampires and there's dampires. Reagan say has like a boomerang blade. He also has like a tuft of red hair in the front of his hair. He throws his boomerang blade around. It's annoying. But then D gets hurt because he tries to stab Reagan 
and he stabs himself somehow like the blade goes backwards into him and he's like i heard about fiends that could warp time space and, oh yeah that was weird and reagan's like haha yes i can and then i don't his think it's ever ray, mark his name's not reagan well whatever his name's ray and ray is just like that's right and then i don't think they ever use it again i don't think it ever comes back it's just yeah. like a cool thing that he accidentally stabs himself and then yeah um larmika who has this really weird voice uh, like i was like her voice is off-putting but then she does her ojo sama laugh and i'm like mm. that's why she has a little face <laughs> she has a little face she looks like a little doll with like mm. big eyes big forehead five head and then teeny tiny little mouth. Mm-hmm. She's obsessed with nobility. And I don't know. I guess she leaves or whatever. She's like, I hate humans. I hate Dom Piers. And she's like, I don't even want. I don't even want my dad, Count Lee, to bring uh, to bring her yeah. into the family, which makes me wonder, like, but are there any other noble vampires around? Like, do you just want him to just no, chill by himself? She forever? is all about incest and Vamp, noble vampire. Well, that's supremacy. how her head, her forehead got so big. She's a racist. Wow. Uh, even she's a bigot. Yeah. Um. And uh, incest. Because <laughs> how else do you do that? If you if you want your family, though, I guess you're vampires, so you you don't have to fuck or reproduce or whatever. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Okay. Right. And so they don't they don't take Doris on this night. He tells them they they like realize how strong he is. And they he, they leave and then he flies to the castle well, and there's like a bunch of monsters in this. Well, sewer. he tell he tells them he's like go back to your master and say that the transient guests will return to the darkness or something like that. Which I was like, what the fuck? Like you, I, I thought he was being like, leave and then tell him that I said you have to leave because it was like tran- transient guests, like because they showed up in the middle of the night. It was weird, but that phrase actually Neither shows of up these later. Vampire hunters are like. Neither of them like set the table of like what's this guy's deal, what, what's mm-hmm. happening, which guys, what are vampires? Oh yeah, yeah, and like yeah, it's hard to tell what what Ray and Larmica's motivations are, other than they're just like assholes for him. Larmica it listens to her dad, but also doesn't want to fuck up their little pure blood thing. Right, their alleged pure blood. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this movie kind of has. <laughs> I'm jumping way ahead here, but this movie kind of has like a, a lesson about like, hey, if you think you're a pure blood, whatever, you're not. <laughs> We're all mixed. <laughs> Everybody's mixed here. Mm-hmm. We're it, all mixed here. This, this, the other message of this movie is also like, if you're a boss, you can be an asshole, but only so much before your employees really start to hate you mm. and fuck things up. Mm-hmm. So the next day, I think. D. Wait, no. So D flies to the castle. There's a bunch of monsters in the sewer. He like fights them. He fights. A- no, he doesn't fight them. Most of them, he just shines a big flashlight on, and they're like, ew, and they okay. hate it. Well, that blue light. Well, whatever. Yeah. He just he goes there. There's a there's a purple vulture. He's, I hate that guy. And he fights them. I hate that pointy piece of shit. He stabs a ghost. He does stab a ghost. Yeah. I don't know how. Why don't you like that guy, Mark? He's just so annoying looking and he just flies around screeching, but he like doesn't really get into a fight. He just kind of stabs at him and then flies away. I don't know. I just wrote down he that sucks. he sucks. He looks like the vulture from um, uh, Spider-Man. Oh. He does look like the vulture but he's from purple. Spider-Man. Spider-Man, identity, Peter Parker. Also, there's like a Crypt Keeper with candles inside the castle. Oh yeah, there's that guy with the menorah. He, he has a menorah. He has a creepy voice. By the way, a uh, special piece of trivia for anyone who doesn't know, a menorah is not necessarily the candelabra that we light on Hanukkah. That is a specific... Who's, who's this we you're talking about? We, the Jewish people. 
uh, a menorah is just sort of a multi candle holder and we use them in synagogues. Usually they're like six or seven candles, but the special one for Hanukkah is called a Hanukkiah. Hmm. But you usually don't use menorah outside of that. So yeah. Wait, I thought you were Italian. No, you're Italian. Oh. I'm Filipino. No. Mabuhai. Um, so, I don't know. He does some stuff. His cape holds onto a, len- a ledge, which I made note of. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I know his cape was alive. What is he, Spawn? His hand- <laughs> Is that a Spawn thing? I don't know anything about Spawn. <laughs> his hand talks to him some more. And then, like, we see him walking around the cave, and there's, like, music playing, and there's, like, oh, just yeah, a really lot cool of- Oh, yeah, really cool harp music. A lot of, you know- Art. I love the harp music. And okay. then he walks into some water and there's these three Simon lady siren ladies with they're naked. They're naked. They and have, they're playing harps. They have nipples but no areolas. Mm, they have long turquoise hair. Maybe they're just small. I didn't need to say any of that, but I did. Anyway, they're these like supposed to be these sexy siren ladies, but then the, there's even worse. Th- there's one is the leader and she says something and then anytime she says something the two girls behind her repeat in unison yeah. what she just said they go yeah boss <laughs> yeah boss let's try that jackie you say something <laughs> um we're a bunch of sexy harp ladies yeah we're a bunch of sexy we're harp bu- ladies <laughs> boss <laughs> i didn't know you were gonna do no, that voice they just oh. they would just say, just gonna say the they same, say yeah. the exact same thing oh i thought we were doing the voice from forget from it. like 1940s cartoons. No. Just forget it. All right, I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, they turned into like a Hydra snake monster and they called themselves the Midwitch Medusa. Yeah. Yeah, and they start like draining his life force and they're really horny about it. <laughs> yeah, they seem to be, apparently they're draining his life force, but they don't actually do anything. They're just like wrapping him. They're just like- Yeah, but they like it a lot. They're not biting him. They have like big snake mouths when they want. And yet they're just wrapped around him and, and fucking Count Lee is like, look at them draining his vitality. But they're just like, ha 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 for like an entire day and a half. They're just wrapped around him laughing, apparently. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, but they're horny about it. Yeah. You know, everybody in a vampire movie, any important character is a horny except Golem, who I did not like in this movie. <laughs> Golem. I liked Golem. <laughs> he just, he says, just Golem. says Golem, but he throws like bombs. Why does he have those? Whatever. Sorry, Jackie. You were gonna say. Meanwhile, while D is meanwhile, being drained, while D's getting his D drained, Doris is accused <laughs> of falling for D by the doctor. The doctor guy is like, "Hey, are you falling for D?" Yeah, what's his name? Doctor Lou Ferrigno. What is it? Faringo. <laughs> I don't know. His name it is, is something like that. It's like Faringo. And then they get attacked Mama by go- Mia. by golems, and she threatens to kill herself if they don't let the others go. So they let the others. That's go. her. That's her secret they, power. They suicide. Ca- they capture her, and she's like. All right, but if you don't let the others go, I'm going to kill myself. She and says, like, I'll bite through my tongue and kill myself, which I don't think you'll die if you bite through your tongue. Maybe she's thinking about like losing blood and stuff. The tongue is the fastest healing part of the human you body. Could, maybe you could choke. Could that, you choke? That happens in Silence of the Lambs. You choke on your, your blood or your tongue or yeah. your blood. But the tongue, tongue probably doesn't bleed that much. It's the fastest healing part of the human body. Look, it, she's not Wolverine. It's still going to, you know... <laughs> mess her up i will say that uh that yeah the next door uh occupant of the mental hospital that uh signs of the lambs has hannibal lecter in that he that hannibal lecter i think talks him into killing himself and he swallows his tongue 
which I don't understand how that happens because your tongue is part of the swallowing process. Mm. But I don't know. Silence of the Lambs feels slightly more grounded in reality than this book. So I'll allow it. So the golem takes her to the count. The count is like, you'll be my countess soon. And she sees that the Medusas are attacking um, D By just laughing at him. <laughs> Ooh, that's how they do it. Uh, yeah. I forget who says it, but somebody says that D's a dampier and Doris is like, what? Yeah. She had no idea. And it's like, really? You made it through half the movie. You didn't know that he was a, da- a dampire. Yeah. He's not a regular guy. And I guess maybe she didn't remember. But when you were knocked out, his hand had a face. <laughs> That's not a human thing that like, oh, some people have faces on their hands. That's weird. Maybe she thought he drew it. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, I'll let it go because he's so handsome and he protects me. <laughs> Uh, then D gets mad and bites them, bites the sirens, I guess. I don't know. He could have done that the whole time, but he just like is like, all right, enough of this shit. He and seems he, like, to bites basic, them. He suppresses his vampiric side a lot. Yes. And then his eyes turn blue. He kind of makes me think of Batman. And then he bites people or resists other vampire why spells. Does he, why, do you, why does that make you think of Batman? Because he has like no pupils and his eyes are like under a mask. You know, they're kind oh, of like a triangle shape. So he just like bites through them and they're all like, fuck, even as they're like cut apart, they're like falling into pieces and they're like, shit, they just look so shocked by it. Um, And then, uh, and then Larmika goes to kill Doris while she sleeps because she's like a racist or whatever. Yeah. She's just like fucking humans are so disgusting. (laughs) And then D comes in there and like he did technically like deflect her attack when they first met, but they didn't really ever have it out. So I thought it was weird that when he goes to get Doris, she doesn't fight back, right? Mm. Okay, but listen, he was just in a cave. How'd he get all the way up to the bedroom? Oh, like in a, in a second. He had the blueprints. Oh. But you're right. Yeah, when they put him in that cave, the menorah guy, who I don't think we see again, and I think Ray, he like falls a long time after trying he to- He falls for like 20 yeah. minutes. Yeah, and then he's just suddenly up there while Five Head is trying to assassinate Doris. Mm. And she does nothing when he takes her. And so now they leave the castle, right? Like- I wrote down yeah. D fights indescribable monsters because they were so weird. You know, like they I, were know, horrible. My notes are always like, yeah, it's a demon dog. Yeah, it's a fucking dinosaur with a fucking bird tail or something. You know, like yeah. these <laughs> monsters were just I cannot describe them. They, they were just, just too showed, weird. If they showed like one or two of them at the same time, you'd probably would be able to. Yeah. But they just showed like weird on weird on weird. Like yeah. so many weird looking demons like over and over again. There was one you really liked. I don't remember. Which oh one yeah, it was. there was one I liked. There was one you really liked because I was like, "Ew, these are all gross." But then I think uh, I'm trying to like I'm trying to just picture something I like, and right now it's just like a guy with like a jack o' lantern <laughs> head, and he has a knife. <laughs> but I don't think that's what this person, what this yeah. demon was. Fuck, I want to know what he was. Anyway, he just slays them all, and they all suck. Somehow he gets across the bridge, and the golem blows up. I think it was like a, it wasn't it like kind of like it had a, a cloak, like it was the fucking headless horseman. I don't remember. But it did have a face. But yeah, so just to recount, Count Lee finds this babe, bites her, lets her go, decides, you know what? I really got to have her back before period day. Then they try to get her, but they fail. And then Dee and Doris go into the castle on purpose together. Doris is kidnapped. And then Dee rescues her and they're out of the castle again. Mm-hmm. this castle has no security system i mean okay mm-hmm. like its bridge is up but d just somehow leaps over it when we when he first goes to the castle 
And the animation does not work to me. It looks like he's jumping like straight or in a downward angle, but he somehow makes it up and over the bridge. It's a very silly moment. Isn't the security system the, the army of monsters? Yeah, and they lose to a flashlight. <laughs> Some security. Uh, anyway, then uh, in town, after he's rescued her, there's a meeting between Ray. I don't know why Ray is in the town. Who let him have a, have a room? He's the mayor's son. He can do whatever he wants. No, Ray. Oh, Ray. Yeah, you're right. Ray is there and he's having a meeting with a messenger from uh, from the Count. Because I guess Ray's like a contractor. He doesn't directly work for the Count. I don't know why he needs a messenger. And the Count is like, here, you can have the, what do they keep calling it? The time bewitching sensor? Yeah. That makes no sense. I'm reading it on Wiki and they call it time bewitching incense which makes way more sense but it's basically a red candle um that i guess bewitches time but it basically fucks over anybody who's like a vampire or part vampire um and then ray takes dan hostage the little boy who's doris's brother to lure d out and then d comes out cuts off ray's hand uh, and the candle doesn't work or something? What's the deal with that? The candle doesn't work because we later we find out that Greco-Roman has switched it with a fake one. Mm. Okay. How did Greco get the fucking real candle? Because he was like spying on them. He was staying in like their hotel. So and he, he just like, replaced cameras it. in every room, he, which is like a secretly horny thing. Yeah, I, I did notice that when he turned on the cameras, I'm like, you have cameras in every room of your hotel? What the fuck? So he just gives him a candle and is like, that's the thing. Because yeah, isn't it later, is he the one who dresses up as the count, the count's messenger? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, it's later revealed that like- I don't remember this. Because um, Ray says something to the messenger. His face is like shrouded. He just has like a breathing tube. He says something about fighting and the guy's like, I would never be able to beat you. And then he's like, here's the this, this special candle. And then later Ray is like, oh, you were the fucking guy. So, but I don't know, even this... Well, he was saying, oh, you're the one who switched the candle on me. Okay, okay, okay. So maybe that dumbass messenger guy didn't even know what he had. Which makes no sense, because what, did he bring a specific candle from the castle, and then it gets switched at the at the hotel, and he's like, ah, this was probably it. I don't know. Uh, I think the switching happens after that meeting. Who cares? But then he would recognize that it was different, and whatever. Um... So while that's happening, so Ray loses, he's a dumbass because he has a fake candle and he loses his hand. Uh, but then um, Dr. Faringo had Doris on a, on, a, on a carriage and they're going to the castle, but uh, five head Larmika stops them. And uh, I guess she's just like, I don't want you to go there. You're a fucking human. You suck. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Dr. Faringo has like the world's shortest heel turn because he just reveals that he is actually a vampire he was bitten at some point yeah. and is in cahoots with count lee and he becomes a pervert he becomes a really gross pervert and Larika saves her from the pervert and tells doris to get away before someone shines a light on her um right because she's yeah she, since she's been bitten she has some of the blood in her and and the candle oh so the doctor i think was the messenger in disguise maybe whatever the doctor also falls off a cliff in a very funny animation, I think. It's just sort of this like silhouette that just tumbles off the cliff. Um, 
And again, this was right after he's like, ha, 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 I'm in cahoots. I should have had sex with this girl when I was, you know, entrusted with her. I'm a fucking pervert. And then he's just like, shit. He exposes her titty. Oh, yeah. Because does he? Oh, yeah. What does he was go? That, to, was that not at this point? Yeah. yeah. What does he go to do? He goes to like, does he grab he her necklace? He rips her cross off. Yeah. Which she already should have gotten a stronger necklace. Yeah. And it's the second time. It takes part of her top off. But then in the next shot, her boob is it's back it's covered again yeah it's so i don't know i mean it's better than if this movie just kept going with her titty just popped out yeah so i guess he just like ripped her her necklace and that like just smacked the fabric so her tit popped out and then she just was like fucking no what what happened was the animators were like you know it was just a normal like that he rips her her necklace off but then they go back and they were like we need more titties in this so they like just like reanimated that that scene you might be right that makes sense to me, but I like the idea that just like part of her tit popped out and she was like, ew, fuck you and just put it back in mm. and never addressed <laughs> it because she couldn't. She couldn't be like, that was really fucked up because he fell off a cliff like two seconds later. Yeah. Because um, Greco is there, we find out. Yeah. Um, and, and he says, he says, the Count's daughter is our hostage. And at this point, Larmika is like, okay, because she was like going to help Um yeah, she, help she was going there to just to tell Doris, like, I don't want you at the castle either, but just fucking run away. Yeah, she was going to tell her to run away. She's like, just go somewhere where the Count can't find you, which I think also, by the way, is kind of a fine plan. Yeah. Really? Because what, what chance do you have against this sci-fi vampire? Yeah. Yeah, and he'll he'll get bored and, like, find somebody else to m- murder. Um, So Greco is like, yeah, the Count's daughter is our hostage. And he tries to, I forget how. He, he- has the candle. Okay. So he like knocks out Larmika with it. It also does seem to hurt Doris. Yeah. Though. And Larmika's like, kill me now or I'll kill you later. She's like, you better fucking kill me now. But he well, because it hurts too. I think. He wants to take her as a hostage. Um, and then Doris protects uh, Larmika. Um, and but Dan shoots. Dan uh, comes and he makes Greco go away. Uh, Dan kills greco no he doesn't kill greco oh yeah it, it looks like he kills him he like where he does he fall off a cliff he shoots or something him he does or shoots like at him and he falls off a cliff but we see him later and he's fine <laughs> he's no he's not he's all tattered he's fucked up he's fine his clothes are fucked up but he's fine he fell off a cliff it's fine he looks like he fell he's off a cliff fine. too all right he's I guess walking he's fine. around he's walking around he's alive and i thought he i thought he just i thought dan fucked up because i thought larmika was gonna be like i'm fine and then she was gonna attack doris but no, no she really did want her to just leave i knew at this point larmika larmika's just racist but she's not <laughs> she's not a murderer <laughs> then she, do you think dan feels weird that everyone wants to fuck his sister uh no i think that's true for a lot of younger brothers that have like a hot older sister i think that's just like a feeling you have to deal with probably sucks okay and then I guess she gets back and there's like shower fan service. So she's in the shower and you see her all completely naked front front to back. Yeah. Some good fan service. And then she goes out and it like sees D and she's like barely dressed. And she, like, oh, D. she throws herself at him. She's like, let's run away. Let's go live together far away. Um, Again, and- decent plan. And she hugs him and he's like staring at her. Like it's just a really long scene where he's just staring at her neck and her back flesh, you know? Yeah. He's a vampire. He wants to, and then he gets a, a vampire boner, which is uh, his fangs come out. And maybe his real boner, maybe. Both. Which, which may, maybe. which I'm just going to throw out there, might have a face on it. <laughs> no. It might also have a, we don't know why. I think, I think the books are, at some point the Lord does explain how his hand got that way, by the way, but I forgot. Um, so he pushes her away, though. 
whether or not it's a sex metaphor, I don't know. But he's just like, nope, my innate self, my vampire self, a.k.a. sex drive, wants to fuck you. I mean, bite you. Mm-hmm. But you got to get away from me. We got a mission to deal with. And she's like, fine, whatever. You don't know what you're missing, pal. This pussy crazy. No, she doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't say any of that. Um, Meanwhile, Greco is alive, we find out. Um, he but- just fell off a cliff. Yeah, and Ray finds him and says he's going to kill him. Uh, I don't know what happens next. But then D gets his arm chopped off. and Yeah, Ray somehow knocks him out. Knocks him out with the stupid time-bewitching sensor candle incense thingy. Mm. And then he cuts his oh, he hand off. he still has it? Ray has it, yeah. Yeah. And then he, he cuts off D's hand and is like, now we're even, but leaves him alive. So I guess he also has turned into a decent guy who's like, the count is such an asshole, but I don't need to kill these people. Like he Aww. took my hand off. He didn't kill me. I'm taking his hand off and not killing him. Nice. And then uh, let's see here. So D gets his arm chopped off and it turns into the thing be- or not. It turns, turns into, into thing, thing from the Adams family. From the Adams family. Uh, Lamika, we then go back to Larmika and she's trying to tell her dad, like, don't let a human in. And you're like, oh, you're so fucking annoying. And I, then I wrote down Larmika is still on her racist bullshit. And then she finds out she's a muggle. Yeah, he's like, I also fucked a human lady to have you. And she, but your she, mother was a human lady. She just doesn't accept it. She's like, yeah. no, that's not she, true. She, she learns nothing from it. She's just like, whatever. Um, And then also we see that like Ray comes up to him and you could tell that like th- this day just sucks for the Count Lee. He's just not used to being bothered. Mm-hmm. But his like people that work for him are just walking up to him asking for, to be fair, reasonable stuff. And he's like, Ugh. Now this asshole. And Ray's like, hey, you said you'd give me eternal life. Uh, I was hoping we could maybe work that out yeah. at some point. You know, my... And he's like, ha, 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 maybe another whatever thousand years. He's like, all you do is fuck up, which is kind of true. Ray has not done what he's <laughs> asked him to do. He's like, you're just a fucking failure machine. Maybe I'll give it to you in 50 years. And Ray hates that, which is funny because in perspective, <laughs> Count Lee was like, look, I'm 10,000 years old. So yeah, every 50 or 100 years, I might want to sleep with a human lady. You just got to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. And then this guy's like, 50 years. And so we know Ray is pissed. Um, Meanwhile, the hand, D's hand reattaches himself. And uh, this is the hand with the face on it and starts to eat dirt. Um, and then a, oh, a red, I don't understand that at all. And then a red smoke monster attacks him. Yeah. Why does he eat dirt? I don't know. Dirt doesn't really have a lot of nutrients. It shouldn't really get him going, but they it's a long animation process. They show it several times mm-hmm. that his hand just eats dirt to, I guess, be able to wake up D. Yeah. And yeah, he fights some kind of smoke monster from Lost. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Then the Count explodes Ray's head. Yeah, then they all kind of meet up there because the Count is walking with all his homies, all of his like creepy, evil, like, like ritual guys. And then Ray is like, hey, 50 years is a long time. You should make me a permanent person. You should give me eternal life. And also, I think we see that he saves Dan. As he saves Doris's brother's mm-hmm. life. He gets like thrown off into a cliff, but then Ray saves him and is like, give me eternal life. And uh, Count Lee is like, how about no life? And he mm-hmm. just slams him all over the place with telekinesis and then blows up his head in extremely gory fashion. It was cool. It was gross. Oh, it was gross and cool. Um, and he just leaves him like stuck to the wall, I think, as well. Um, and then Count Lee's like, anyway, let's move on. <laughs> and then 
he fights D, and for a minute it looks like it's going to go the same way. D's getting slammed around, and but then D just is like activate Dracula powers, and his eyes turn blue, and he grows fangs. And Count Lee's like, "What the fuck?" He's like, "Who are you?" He's like, "What the fuck is this? What? Who are you? What's happening?" And he's like, he he like looks at the picture of Dracula, and he's like, "Are you the sacred ancestor?" And I wrote down, does D stand for Dracula Jr.? I think it does. <laughs> I think it stands Jr. for big D energy. And that's why all these women throw themselves mm. at him. That, I mean, he like, look, he's tall. He's handsome. He's confident. He doesn't have to talk. You know, he plays hard to get. He protects people. Of course they like him. But I think also D is referring to... Dampier. Exactly. Dampire. Uh... I thought like Larmika was going to save the day because we see that like the vampire is like weakened. Count Lee's like weakened after D like, I don't know. Does D attack him directly? I don't even know. He does. He stabs him and then he tries to like tell. Uh, He's like, I'm a vampire. I'm a dampire. I'm a dampier like you, Larmika. And she's like, no, I'm pure. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's a dumbass. Um, and, and he tries to like mind control Doris. I thought that was going to free up Larmika and then she'd save the day. But. He just kind of handles everything on his own. Uh, and then his castle, does his castle just like fall on him? Yeah, yeah it just starts yeah. falling apart. They real- And it gets real trippy. So it seems like Count Lee turns out to also be half vampire, right? He's like not pure nobility. Mm. He's what? Oh, am I wrong about that? Okay. I don't know. I don't know. But the point is, is that D is, yes, he is half vampire, but he's half dracula vampire and earlier in the movie when he's like transient guests will vanish into the darkness he's saying that vampire nobility like this guy are like frauds they're not like the real nobility like dracula they're not like they're not like what dracula would would oh, say you think so yes i think he just hates all vampires no i don't I don't know, because it's also, it seems like... He could just never be as good as his daddy. Because uh, someone says to him at some point, like, oh, I thought, like, Dompiers were just, like, when a vampire wants to fuck around with a lady for fun. And he's like, no. He's like, that's not true of my parents. Or he says something like, that's not true of vampires. So I got the feeling, like, Dracula, like, had a mutual loving relationship with the human, and that produced D. Um, mm. Which means that he has, like, more faith in human and noble kind and also he's very powerful because he's the son of dracula um but i'd have to do some research that i didn't do i feel like that because i feel like the whole thing seems to be like about how like like your lineage is overrated so then it kind of undercuts it if it's like, well, I'm Dracula and my lineage is better than your lineage. <laughs> it is. It, it definitely is that. But it's also that he chooses humanity. You know what I mean? He doesn't have to. But yeah, he's a powerful, cool guy. It has nothing to do with him just being determined. It's like, no, no, no. He's got a bunch of abilities. And they offer Larmika to like, hey, why don't you just live like a dampier or a human? And she's like, no, I'm pure. I'm going to die here. And I think like D is kind of like, come on, just once. And then he's like, all right, whatever. And then just like the castle falls on her and Lee. Because, yeah, in his shoes, it's like everything's collapsing, dude. There's only so much you can do. You can't just grab this little girl. So he's just like, all right, fuck it. And then there's um, 
Dan, Doris and Dan, everybody's name begins with D. Yeah. Doris and Dan wake up in the town and they realize that D is no longer there and he's just riding away in like the longest sequence ever. It's very long. They call out to him and he just is like, nah, he just keeps going. He eventually waves. He eventually oh, is like, okay. fine. Or he nods his head at them. Um, It really feels like the ending of the movie Shane. Have you? Did you guys watch Shane in high school? No. What is that? No. It's about like, so I get from this from this movie, I get serious either cowboy vibes or like samurai era film vibes because it's like, here's this wandering, dangerous guy for hire in our small town, but we need him to deal with this big other threat. And at the end of Shane, which I think is in the Old West, he's like riding off away from town. He can't he can't stay there. He can't be a part of the family. And the little boy who's also like the main character in the film is like, Shane, goodbye, Shane. Shane and he just yells his name forever and you're like shut the fuck up and in this movie they also just yell D across the countryside yeah forever and ever in what class did you watch Shane I think in eighth grade English oh I didn't go to your eighth grade I don't know what the school system is like maybe everybody has to watch Shane no I think we actually read Shane what was and Shane? she told us about the movie but I saw clips oh, okay maybe I should pull it up let me pull it up or is it too late? No, I don't want to see it. All right, fuck I it. I don't give a shit. Watch the ending of the movie Shane. Just like look up last sequence and you'll hear this annoying little boy talk forever. Um, I'll link it in the newsletter, folks. Yeah, do it. Patreon content. Um, yeah, and that's the end of the movie, which uh, apparently it's one it's of... It's just a really long montage of him traveling. And, and then, like pretty and, flowers. And then the sun sets and that's when it ends. Ah... This movie is one of several anime films featured in the music video for Michael and Janet Jackson's song Scream. Oh, apparently. Great, great song, great music video. I remember yep, exactly yep. where I was when that video was released. Where were you? Where were you? In the basement Jinx. of uh, my parents' old house in North Bergen, New Jersey. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> North Bergen. Shout out Hudson County. My mom was like, oh, the new video out and then we turned on the t- big screen tv and we watched it and you were like wow the first million dollar budget music video i didn't know any of that because that's true about scream i was just like wow michael jackson and janet jackson yeah her titties look great and in an, that silver bikini top thing and it's an angry song and i like ang- I, I like, like that song i like emotional songs you know they play like mad. space tennis racquetball <laughs> and they break a bunch of valuable artifacts do you remember that mm, yes yes yeah makes me I don't think want to scream. Oh, you should see it, Miles. It's great. Oh, okay. link it in. Link it in the Patreon post that you're doing, Miles. Um, you got it. Woo! Also, by the way, this is 12,000 AD, and it's post nuclear apocalypse. I don't know if that ever really became obvious, but apparently, this movie just is just a lot going on after the apocalypse. Yeah, well, you know, that's why you can tell it's based on like a ton of novels, but it's just like I they could definitely do better with exposition. But I also like that they don't waste a ton of your time with exposition, you know? I'm a little bit torn between being like, you didn't do enough, but yeah, I don't want you to do too much either. I don't want you to stand there and say like, after the nuclear apocalypse, the wolves survived and the vampires are out there and they terrorize the small towns and therefore every month a woman, a blood moon, like, shut up. But at the same time, you watch this and you just have to shut your brain off and go, okay, yeah, his cape can grab stuff. That's probably detailed you know, and explained in a chapter, in a book. Maybe there's prequels. I do like this weird and wonderful and gross world. Yeah, it's it's got atmosphere and it's inventive. It's like, 
you might at first think like, oh, it's going to be like any other vampire movie. But it like opens with this weird mutant thing to kind of let you know like, nah, this shit is crazy. And it, I don't, I feel like we don't see enough this like combining of like futuristic sci-fi elements and like a classic horror genre. You know, what else could they do like this? I don't know. You could have like Cyber Beowulf, maybe. You know? No. Yeah. Okay. But I don't like about this movie that the pacing is so weird, it's weird. and it feels inevitable that he wins. Mm. Yeah. He's never super in danger, especially because we also saw the sequel already. But mm-hmm. it's also just like, it doesn't feel like the count. It feels like the count is just like obviously everything's going to go my way because he just like lets him he lets her leave then he they get she gets brought into the castle and then they take her back and he's never like super pissed or anything. Yeah, it's not a very it's not coherent. Yeah, it's like it just they just looks, took It just looks cool. It just it's just an excuse to have badass stuff happen, which is kind of true of JoJo. You can like you can mostly tell the story of JoJo and be like, "Okay, yeah, you had to go there, so you had to go there, you had to go mm-hmm. there." But it's also just largely an excuse to draw cool-looking characters and have cool stand ideas and fights. Um, mm-hmm. And this is very much just like, yeah, look at this. Look at these freaks. Look at these cool, freaky, weird vampire aliens. Apparently, um, when the chariot, when the Count's chariot, I didn't know this happened, when it arrives in the village and they show like a big picture of the population, uh, someone drew the Fist of the North Star main characters, Kenshiro and Lin, the human that he hangs nice. out with. They just snuck him in there. Um, and according to IMDb trivia as well, the sword D carries is called a Grossa Messer, which is German for great knife. And yeah, I think in, in Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust, he has a bigger weapon. He has like a sword that's like invisible or something. Like he just cuts through shit and you never even see it. But here it's like a, it's like a knife big knife yeah <laughs> overall i enjoyed bloodlust more than this movie no oh, really okay yeah definitely bloodlust is paced way better um i think the characters are slightly deeper uh i, I don't remember it so i like this movie better i like that in bloodlust i think like the bad guys they he just lets them go because they just want to fly away in a rocket ship to their own planet to be together like it's like a, the big bad guy and then his like sleeping bride and he's just like all right fine and like out of the vampire mansion they just take a rocket ship um and some of the set pieces are cooler in that as well mm-hmm. uh but it was cool to see this and i, I would like th- to see them do more vampire hunter duh stuff i'm not going to read 38 books but i don't know maybe i'll read some wikipedia about this i'll, re- I'll i'm going to look up the world and find out stuff and then i'm going to tell you guys things Nice. Okay. I'll explain why, you know, his hand has a lot of commentary to give. Anyway, yeah, if they continue this, I would continue to watch it. Um, Jackie, is they it okay? Is it okay if I tell them that when we watched it, you at some point were like, this is a long episode or something? Yes. Do you remember that? Yeah. That I did not, I guess I didn't make it clear enough that we were watching a movie. So, like 40 minutes in, Jackie's like, are we only watching? one episode of this <laughs> or something like she just thought it was a really slow tv episode i was like this is only episode one it's like no no there's no. a lot this feels like a like we're at the end already it feels you like know? a movie or something <laughs> yeah vampire under d again just i don't know just hit me up if you want to if you want to really want to find it 
I'm sure that we we definitely did a good job explaining how fucking nuts it is. Um, I'm pretty sure the English is on YouTube. Oh, yeah? Oh, okay. Fine. Just fucking search it on YouTube. Do that. But make sure, you know, the thing that we talked about was Vampire Hunter D from 85. We have also covered Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust from 2000. You can find all of our episodes on any podcast feed or go to anchor.fm slash jjbpod and do a little control F, command F there to just look up vampire. Um, and on Twitter, we are at jjbpod. Uh, and yeah, our Patreon is patreon.com slash jjbpod. Lastly, if you want to email us anything, if you want to tell us all the facts about everything in this movie that made no sense to us, write to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. So the next two weeks, maybe Silence Miles, maybe we'll get a guest to replace you. Ha ha ha. <laughs> maybe that's what we'll do. And I'm sorry for people who are paying to hear Miles. Uh, he also is like a writer, so you could just hire him away from his current employer. And that's how you could hear his thoughts. That's true. Yeah. Just caught him a better deal. I'm sure right now they're paying you what? Like uh, peanuts and, they, and you have a, they let you use a toilet? Yeah, pretty much. Your current salary. All right, everyone. That's us. That's us. That's us for this week. We'll talk to you seven days from now, roughly. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.